When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. That's right. And Air Dolphin just grinded his way into our hearts. How you doing, man? Doing very well. Thank you for having me. Very nice to have you here. Uh, you've been taking over the internet over the course of the past couple months. And I just, after I saw you uh, come to our BMX jam recently, it just really made me realize this guy's a force. This guy is really something. We got to get him on the podcast. I got to learn more. Yo, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. That BMX jam was fire. That was a good time, huh? That was so fun. Yeah. I did kind of, I kind of wish you had the rollerblades as well, just because there was a couple spots where I was like, damn, I want to see like what he could do on this. Yeah. I probably would have just kept it light, but I have okay. some homies that could have killed it. Yeah. So I'm thinking the next one, we could get some sick rollerbladers there doing some crazy flips. I like I think that. they would have done really good off that rail that was that. That flat rail that yeah. went up at an angle off the ground mm. that a uh, Hobie oh, yeah. locks off of. That could be ridiculous. Yeah. My I like boy, it. Montre Livingston. Shout out to Montre. Okay. Am I too close? Am I, is this? No. Can, you guys, can you guys hear me? Closer your mouth, the better. Yeah, that's All right. great. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, so, okay. You're from Massachusetts. Yes. Born and raised. Small not town. Too, not too far from where I grew up. Yeah. We're, we're East Coasters. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, basically, uh, tell me a little bit about what you were like as a young man. Okay. Adam, what was I like as a young man? I was pretty much same guy I am now. You know, I'm just, I was just a goofball kid, really, and we just messed around a lot in the streets, really stupid stuff all the time, rollerblading nonstop, and just kept it uh, fun all the time, building forts in the woods with the homies, mm. and yeah, it was good old days in the so 1990s. Rollerblading was kind of your thing from early on. Yes, I would say from, I started at age about seven mm. or eight. My neighbors had, uh, my neighbors were street hockey players and I saw them with skates, wanted to try them. They let me skate around for a little bit and it started from there. Really? And mm -hmm. so were you attracted to the freestyle side of things right away or were you just using it for transportation? Or? At first it was just transportation. There was no tricks yet back in the early 90s. Right. You know, it was just like skate around with your homies, just go down hills, jump around, and maybe like five years into it, then we started doing grinds and stuff like that. Nice. Okay. You so guys you... got me hot up in here yeah. doing the soap heater. <laughs> My bad, bro. No, that's cool. No, that's, I, like, I like this how I operate. Roasting the flat rail. Yeah. Um, okay. But so you, you were, were you really drawn into the whole culture of it or, or how, how obsessed were you? Because I remember myself, I got into BMX around 97, 98, and uh, I was fully into the magazines, the yep. videos, everything. I was just yep. obsessed with the culture. Heck yeah. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. Putting the posters on your walls, just like watching these dudes in the videos all day long. 
And uh, yeah, you just, that's just the way it is when you're a kid. You just obsess over the videos. You watch them a hundred times over and over again, go outside, try multiple things. And uh, yeah, you just try to do whatever you see the guys do on the video. You memorize the, the videos, you're seeing the tricks over and over again so you you can kind of like call them out before you even see them you know that's how obsessed we were getting with it right did you have soap shoes back then as well yeah 1998 eighth grade had the soap shoes me yep. too 97 maybe you had a pair too? I, I copped a pair at a local shoe store okay. and i remember being pretty embarrassed because i never really took it past like grinding curbs no, that's all right. There was a bunch of like waxed curbs around town yeah, and I yeah. would kind of hit those. The yeah. problem was I was already riding BMX. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, like riding BMX with soap shoes is a really, really bad combination. It the, doesn't the, work. It doesn't work. Your foot will yeah. just slide right off of the pedal. It's a nightmare. Yeah, it doesn't work. I tried it at the <laughs> yeah. the the gym with you guys. I couldn't I wanted to ride bikes with you guys. I wanted to try some wheelies, but I had the soap shoes on and I couldn't yeah. do anything. But I was luck able to uh, ride on someone's pegs. I don't know who it was though. And I, uh, Probably Crip Mac. Was it Crip Mac? No, 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 no. I was on the, I was on a bike and I jumped off. Uh, not Crip Mac. How's just a homie. I just forget his name. I want to. I got to remember who it is. He'll be all right. What do yeah. you think of Crip Mac? He's the man, dude. He's got a. He's got that voice, you know. He's mm. just like, you can just tell he's he's someone out here, you know. Just give him respect. I always want to compare him to Cookie Monster, but then I feel like he might get mad about that. He might. Yeah, you might not want to say that to him. Is, I wouldn't want to. Are you affiliated with any other gang members, or is he kind of the first one? I think he's the first one. Yeah. <laughs> If he does, he does he does he like me? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I was talking with him though. He was pretty cool. I mean, sometimes we're at the skate parks and uh, just dressing all wild. I've had a couple experiences where some guys come up to me like, "Yo, what set you repping?" I'm like, "I'm just a skater, you know. I'm yeah. not I'm not in a gang." But yeah, I think he's the first actual f real gang member that I was like said what's up to you really probably you know in my life i'm not really a gangbanger i'm not i don't know not if like that i'm not in that world you're probably like number one on my list of people that i would not assume we're in a gang no offense dude no i'm, <laughs> in, I'm in the jenko gang man <laughs> judge none shoes one jenko that's the only gang i'm in is jenko and it, the roller is rollerblading a gang i don't think so they had roller boys back in the day might be a type of gang yeah what, what were the roller boys dude you got to check out the movie prayer of the roller boys okay it's a great movie. Rollerblading gang? Yeah, it's it's like a underground movie in the nineties. Corey Haynes. Uh -huh. And they're wearing like trench coats. And they're just like it's about drug dealing. I think the bad guys were selling drugs on rollerblades. It's a bad look for rollerblading, but whatever. Wow. Hey, I mean it might be good for some people. Any look is a look. Hey, we were out there. Well, how how far did you take rollerblading in the '90s, like or in the early 2000s, even like like how, what was the height of your uh, experience at that around that time? I think I did a few competitions. Mm. I definitely won a, at least one competition. I'm, I'm usually like a third place guy. Mm. I'm always getting third place, but I'm fine with that. Third's cool with me. Right. I'm down with third place, so I, you know I'm just doing little competitions here and there. Nothing too major, and I think it. I think it was just like a few competitions here and there. Is that the? Did it fizzle mean? out at a certain point? Like, like because okay, rollerblading yeah. kind of had this whole yeah. death. That I oh, mean, man. certain people might disagree on exactly how it happened and everything. Yep. But rollerblading at a certain point just kind of fell off in terms of the size of the industry. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. So, what, what, what was that like for you? For me, I didn't care really because honestly, in the time that rollerblading was having its shift from being really mainstream to not having all the money anymore i also took a little break for like a year mm. 
So when I came back and saw that, oh, hey, we don't have all the sponsorships. We're not in the X Games anymore. It wasn't a big deal. It didn't affect me. I wasn't going to stop skating because it wasn't in the X Games. And then what happened was John Julio started this other type of street competition, kind of like what you guys had, mm. called the IMYTA. Okay. So that was, that was the I Match, I Match Your Trick Association. Right. So it was like a game of horse in the streets, but it really just came down to like a big... Uh, best trick competition. Right. And so we didn't have the X Games anymore, but we had other stuff like I'm I'm YTA. So I wasn't jaded that we were not as popular anymore. It wasn't a, right. it was like whatever. I'm like, I still love robotics because I was doing it since I was eight or whatever. So yeah, I took a little break, but. It was pretty crazy though how it was like I mean there's a lot of different things that you can maybe kind of blame it on but it, it yeah I, I watched a, into it. a documentary about it yeah and it basically like showed a lot of the ways in which Big Brother Skate Magazine at that time was really really like going out of their way to make uh, rollerblading or inline uh, just look as bad as possible and some of the shit looked really crazy in retrospect like they right? would have the rollerblade graphic but it was like a rainbow flag Dude, which now is like whoa that's like I'm, I'm not an easily offended person but i'm like whoa that's crazy homophobic that would be not tolerated in skateboarding these days i don't think that's you're canceled right now if you do yeah. that you can't do that stuff no more so that's what's saving us that all that hate from back in the day calling us fruit mm. booters and all the derogatory terms that doesn't fly no more mm. so that's kind of like bringing us back up because you can't just be hating on people for no reasons and skating's cool yeah it's fun to do anyway it's no it's not much different than skateboarding at the end of the day right so i think we were just taking some money away from them and they had the resources to put it in magazines mm. to be like rollerblading stupid don't do this and that was social media back then they didn't have phones to spread information, they had magazines, so all the kids got the magazines and the latest 411s that were clowning on rollerblading, and then that became cool. Mm. And at that same time, all the rollerbladers who had started in the early 90s were now at you know 16, 17, 18, right when all those publications were coming out. So a lot of those guys were like, well, I'm growing up anyway, I, can, I don't need to skate anymore. So it was just like this perfect timing that worked out for the skateboarding industry to knock us down like that, mm. and and yeah, it's just it, a shame. In retrospect, it just kind of looks like a really like coordinated push to to make rollerblade not look good. When you think about the uh, the, the X Games and all that at the same Dude, time, again yeah. removed. Like there was a time period where inline seemed like the biggest part of the X Games. I remember watching it as a kid and just being like, "Wow!" Like this, it, it felt like the premier sport. Like that was almost like a bigger deal than skateboarding or BMX at a certain point. Yeah, it was. I believe the X Games. The highlight sport was inline skating. I think that's why they started the X Games was because they saw the popularity with rollerblading exploding, and right. they started it with rollerblading, I believe. I think that was their flagship yeah. sport. I could be wrong, but, so did but you, it was a huge part of did it. Did you get out of it more at a certain point, or, or did you just kind of stay with it? I was always hardcore until about junior year, and I took a little break, finding myself, figuring out, figuring out myself, you know, and um, maybe by just just a couple years later, I was right back into it. So I took a small break, but in that break time, I wasn't anti-skating. I wasn't an anti-skater. I wasn't bashing rollerblading or anything like that. In fact, I had a trampoline, and I was just still practicing all my rollerblade moves on my trampoline. So it was almost just like I just was not actually rollerblading, but I was still practicing it in some ways. I still would put my feet 
in certain positions, like I was doing grinds when I would be hanging out with my friends, it was almost like I couldn't let it go no matter what. Mm. And eventually one of my homies just was like, you got to get back into it. Gave me some skates again. And that was probably 2003. Okay. But I think it's healthy to take a break sometimes. You got right. to figure out you're growing, you're figuring stuff out. It's one thing if you're totally jaded and you're like, you quit out of anger. Right. I was just confused. And just like, what am I doing with my life? I, I think I still rollerblade. Yeah, I, I like it, but uh, yeah. But so that was like that 20 was years ago. You've been going hard with it ever since then? Yeah, there has been never a, a break after that. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. No other breaks after that. So it was just like a little high school. What thing. else uh, has, has your life consisted of aside from being a passionate rollerblader? Man, dude, that's a heavy question. Lots of things have happened. Uh, let's see. I, okay. Um, well... You know, life got crazy for a little bit for me, and um, I used to kind of hustle a little bit. Mm. Did a little trapping. Okay. And I'm not proud of it so much, but it's over. You know, just small time in like Boston, so that's what I had to do to get by for a little bit. Mm. And like my family knows about it and all that. It's not like a secret to them or anything. What were you doing out in Boston though, besides trapping? Skating, just hanging out with the friends, trying oh. to find girls, and I always lived in uh, apartments with like tons of guys. Mm. So it was always at these crazy houses with parties going on. Inline houses? Yeah, yeah, inline houses. And it would be like a traveling come-and-go house where skaters could come from right. all across the U.S. and nice. stay there. Were you stashing drugs inside your inline skates? Yeah. <laughs> that's a fact. That's, that's, a, that's a great place to hold them. Can I pull up a skate real quick? For sure, yeah. Right. Show, show me where you would hide drugs if you were a drug dealer right, right now. Okay. Yeah. So this is a them skate right them, here. Who's this is like one of the more popular skate brands, right? I've, I, yeah, I saw yeah, a video yeah. about them. I think on uh, Complex, right? Yeah, Brain Dead did a collaboration with right. them, and this is run by John Julio. It's just like the classic white rollerblade, and uh, you could easily—they're <laughs> gonna be so mad at me. But who cares? You uh. could easily stash. You could really just like take apart stuff, and you kind of just like fit stuff in between. Right. The wheels or you can you can take out the bearings you know i'm sure skateboarders have done that you can yeah. hide stuff but i would probably just put it under the liner right yeah so i mean if the cop really wants to dig around in your sweaty ass foot i mean or shoe i mean to them. you would probably have to have a lot of suspicion in order to want to do that right yeah i mean if the car smells like that they might go into it. i mean nothing they're That's gonna find point. whatever they want you can try to have all the hiding spots you want but if they're ripping apart your car with dogs they're gonna find it so it's a good thing to hide your shit but i had a friend not uh, even do anything like that i had a friend who was selling coke uh and yeah. he was a bmx rider and he would take the the seat off his bike the seat post he actually put a quick release uh uh, bolt thing for to hold his seat post in place which Fire. normally BMX riders don't do that we use like a regular one where you need a wrench to take it off but he would use the quick release one and he would keep all of his shit inside the seat <laughs> post and I mean realistically is a cop ever going to think of that Never. probably no. not smart Put, switching that bolt out too to get that quick release yeah gotta get in and out quickly good old days there's a, there's a tip for any kids out there who are selling drugs via bike yeah, actually, just don't even sell drugs. It's not even worth it, right? Yeah. You, did you get in any so. trouble at any point? Dude, I got lucky, man. I got lucky. Mm. I, I bailed, dude. They, they were after me, man. Really? They were after me. They knew you were selling, what, weed, coke? <sighs> I never. E no, 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 no. Let's get this <laughs> clarified. I don't even think weed is a drug, but in Massachusetts okay. at the time, it was decriminalized. Mm. It wasn't even illegal. You could have up to an ounce on you. Mm. So I would just, you know, if I, it was like random cancer patients that needed an ounce you know i'm like oh, this old lady down the street needs to know you know right 
don't feel like I don't feel like that's like major drug dealing, but definitely never sold anything oh, like okay. ecstasy, coke, nothing like that. Never, never. I'm not even. I tried that stuff like a little bit, but but never sold it. You know, I only did it like once. You weren't part. Oh, so you weren't I, like, like a serious partier. No, no, no. I'm kind of like a dork, bro. I'm uh-huh. like a geeky guy. I don't even really drink. Really? No. Nah, doesn't really. I'm like allergic. What is up with that? Right. To drinking. Dude. What happens when you try to drink? Hives. Uh, yeah, hives. Really? Yeah, well, Jesus just like Christ. super, super flush to the point where people be like, dude, that's like, I feel bad for your, for you. Like, why? What's going on with you? Do well, you drink? No, I used to. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach, you visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip, you ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Bus stopped maybe three years ago. Oh, wow. You haven't had a drink in three years? I'll have a drink here and there, but not really. I mean, yeah, that's I don't get drunk or anything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind having a drink, but I also have no desire to have a drink, so I pretty much... Even when I go out and people are like, oh, let's get a glass of wine. I'm like, eh, all right, I guess. But I don't really. Right. Eh, it doesn't really do anything for me at this point. Yeah, there's no need to get drunk. I like having a drink with a girl or on a date or oh, yeah. with my mom once a year. Oh, it's Christmas. My mom is in town or I'm going to see my mom. Let's have a glass of wine with my family. If that's I was single, it, I think I would probably start drinking some amount since that just seems like that's what pretty much everybody's doing when they hang out. Dude, yeah, it's it's. Yeah, you kind of you kind of got to do it if you're if you're in the dating scene. You gotta yeah. go to a few bars and. How'd you end up in California? Well, it all came from me kind of like running from the East Coast. They oh, were kind of really? after me a little bit. You must have been selling a lot of fucking weed, dude. Not even a lot ounces. And what year are we talking? What's the statute of limitations here? Is there you're even... all good. Nobody okay, gives a no one shit. cares, yeah, right? That rappers <laughs> on here talking about things that are terrible. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it was like. 2014. Oh, okay. I would just get like a P, a couple G's, some OG Kush, probably came from California, and nice. I would just little O's, you know, just nothing. I wasn't trying to be a, the, the superstar drug dealer. You had a connect? Yeah, I had a few you, connects. He was mailing it to you? No, no, no. Oh, I, okay. I, I, no, no, no. I, no, I never took any packages in the mail. Okay. But I'm sure they were doing. I was always too, that's too much of a risk getting shit. F- Ship to your house, man. That's I know people who ship pounds of weed out all fucking day. Yeah, yeah. That's just their their thing. You know, some people are still into it, and that's how they're making money. I just lost a drive to just sell weed. Like, I just not for me anymore. You know, mm. I, I respect that people want to get their money, but I don't feel like it's the best way. Mm. You're better off just doing something like you did. Do BMX stuff, get your stores going, and do a podcast. And make just some be content. Legit. Yeah, make some content. Yeah. Well, it's these just, days, selling weed is, like, totally... On the up and up. Yeah, it's not even a big deal. But if I was going to sell weed, I would still be trapping weed because doing it legal, it's not easy to make money. Yeah, there's so many hoops Ta- you have to jump through. Right restrictions. Now. I heard they don't even let you write off your employees and shit. So you, is that true? Yeah. Like tax wise, you're like not really allowed to like use any of your expenses like you would in any other business. Yeah, yeah, they 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 make it really hard. I don't know if that's true. It. Somebody was telling me that. I, I I don't doubt it, man. There's yeah. so much. They do so much weird stuff in the cannabis industry to the people trying to move up in it. Right. I wouldn't doubt that. So you actually knew the cops were looking for you, and you just kind of took off, and moved out here. Dude, it was crazy. They literally set up a sting operation on me. What? 
Yes, I'm not even joking, man. I'm dead serious. Over like a half ounce of weed. So my buddy gets picked up by them, and they're like, we know you just got it from that guy. I can't believe I'm telling this story right it's now. It's lit, though. They're going to love you for <laughs> oh this one, man. Oh, my gosh, man. So, dude, my buddy just called me. Well, his dad called me the next day like, yo, Johnny got picked up by the cops right after you left, and they, they know they have your name. They have your government name. And I, and I quickly, like, was on my cell phone, ran out to the front of my porch to see if there was, like, cops out in front of my house at, like, 7 in the morning. I'm like, no cops here. I'm like, you guys, I don't, I'm like, damn, like, shit, the, sh the shit's over. They, they figured me out. You know, they figured it all out. They were setting up sting operations while I'm dropping it off. And that kind of ended it. So I was laying low. I had to, like, move stuff around for a couple of weeks. I had to, like, move mm. some money around, move some packs around out of my place just in case they were going to come do a raid. Okay. I wasn't able to, um, like, move out right away. So I stashed some stuff at a bunch of places. And they did come looking for me. Mm. So they but came. You weren't there. No, I was. They knocked on my door, and they it may, maybe it was like a no, no, no barge in warrant. And maybe it was just like a. So they showed up with a paddy wagon like three weeks later, and I'm just like standing still in my house. Like I see, I see the cops <laughs> knocking. I'm like, oh shit, mom. I'm like this is it, man. They might get me today. This might be my day. Mm. And uh, they left. They knocked a few times and left. And that was the moment where I knew I was out of Massachusetts. I'm going to California. Yup. I just took my cash, went to New York for a couple of weeks, hid out there for a while. And then they still were like lingering in my neighborhood. You would hear about this from your neighbors? Well, my, my roommate. Wow. He'd be like, dude, the cops are like still driving by like heavy, like unmarked cars. Like it was just so, it was time to stop though. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, it's all meant to be. I'm not even mad about it. So I had to like kind of sneak back into Boston from New York gathered all my stuff i abandoned a full apartment tvs beds just just a furnished apartment i had to abandon it wow. and i could only take the stuff that would fit in my car which was just like my clothes at the time i left dude this is the heart this was the biggest one of the weirdest things i will i left soap shoes wow which are worth a lot now huh they're worth so much oh god no <laughs> The soap shoes got left, and I tried to, like, get my sister over there to try to find them before, like, the last other roommate moved out. But So wow. that was really the only thing that I abandoned that I'm really sad about, but it's not good to hold on to possessions like that anyway. You just yeah. let shit go. So, yeah, it kind of felt like I, like, had my house in a fire, you know, when you lose everything. Yeah. So, yeah, so then I moved to California in 2016. Uh -huh. drove, across the, drove across the country with my boy Ian Hutchinson. Okay. That's my dog. He's the main filmer. For all my videos, he's oh, in uh, nice. Rhode Island right now. So we, we drove across the country. We ended up in Beverly Hills. Uh -huh. My buddy had a place up in the hills. He's like, you can stay with me. He just he knew me from the videos I was making. They weren't really popping off yet mm. in the mainstream world, but they, they gained a little traction in the rollerblade world. So I knew that if I made the move across the country, maybe some rollerbladers would take me in because mm. they would see they had seen my videos. Do you feel like the the rollerblading scene is like still a very close knit, tight scene in the sense because of the fact that like I feel like skating and BMX and stuff they're so big. It's kind of like it's not as much of a family vibe. Yeah, I guess I. You don't think there's a big vibe? I feel like BMX, you guys still have that family. I had the same vibe when I went to that comp the other day. You guys yeah, were still rocking that family You may vibe. be right. There is a pretty family-ish vibe. But when I look at skateboarding, a lot of times I'm like, damn, the shit is so gigantic that yeah. I, I would, like, go to a, a skate spot and, like, see 
multiple crews of, of different skaters yeah. coming in skating yeah. the spot like barely acknowledging each other and <laughs> i'm like this is kind of crazy other. like yeah that is yeah. it's way different with skateboarding i agree yeah. with rollerblading we pretty much all know each other right and we're, we're pretty we're pretty we stay close not we to say there's not other. like a great family vibe there's a lot of skate events that i see footage of where i'm like holy fuck i mean their their industry is really amazing no matter how you do they're look advanced at it, you know they're kicking they're doing it man they're yeah we i i, I learn a lot from skateboarding you know they they had a lot of guys who really love their sport and got into the business side of it early on yeah. and just help propel skateboarding to the the masses it's in true. the right way. You so know? you never you never felt demotivated when it came to inline just because, you know, maybe at a certain point it starts to feel like, well, there's no future in this. There's no like mm -hmm. way that I'm gonna really make too much money from doing this, et cetera. Yeah. Did that ever kinda like weigh on you and make you feel like you didn't wanna Go for not it. at all <laughs> literally Fuck not yes. at all dude i'm rollerblading till the day i die hell yeah yes you dude i don't care if no one does it i will find i will make my own skates if i have to Fuck yeah you know what i'm saying That's so yeah i don't care if it's not cool but right. i'm here to try to make it cool again yeah i'm, I'm gonna try at least definitely make do, some videos but do, do you was there a point where you because most of the stuff i see from you in terms of your your videos and everything it's yeah. not like the craziest shit were you nah. doing like the 40 stair rails and stuff because like yeah. the the inline world like for people who don't know you go mm -hmm. and watch some of these videos i mean they they conquer the most insane rails ever gaps etc like there's just some dudes who just go absolutely fucking bananas were you, were you doing huge stuff at any point yeah absolutely i can still do it mm. i can just still do some stuff but i don't go too crazy anymore nice i leave it for the other guys i don't have to right i've had success with just kind of joking around in my videos or goofing around and just kind of being more smooth with it do you ever get hurt i have like bad injuries that kind of slowed you down progression wise Ooh, you know uh the worst ever was broken broken ribs right broken ribs man that was that that took me out for a while but nothing that took me out like that would that took away from my progression or anything like that nice yeah i got really lucky thank god yeah 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 so when you moved out here what would you start doing just delivery gigs just doing anything i could not really hustling but um right. just any job i was like going around to office buildings putting flowers in there and just random stuff like that i think i'm signed up with um almost every delivery service there is really yeah but i don't do any of them anymore i haven't done any of them in like two years right yeah so and then you were just skating as much as you could on the side yeah yeah i think i moved out here and i left a big part of the story out a lot of my cash got stolen from me uh. so it kind of sent me in like a little depression spiral for like I don't know, 2017, I kind of like, I didn't take, I didn't quit rollerblading at all. I just wasn't making videos. I would just go skate by myself. You know what I mean? Right. So what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess at first we were talking about what you were just doing out here. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I was just trying to figure out California, man. Yeah. It's way different than the East Coast. Yes, it is. So it was a culture shock for me. I remember moving here and people being like, so like, where should we get an apartment? Like Long Beach or downtown LA? <laughs> and I remember being like, exactly. I don't fucking know. Like yeah. knowing what I know now, I'm like, oh my God, like, I, could, I could tell you all about what one option would be like versus the other. But yeah, at that time, I had no fucking clue, you know? Yeah, I had no idea. The same, I, this, this, I, was, I was the same way, man. I didn't know that San Francisco was thousands of miles away from San Diego. I thought everything was right here mm. in LA. Right. So it took me a little while to figure out 
Los Angeles and all the little suburbs. And once I got established here, things really started looking up for me. In like, what way? Uh, just like with the videos. Mm. Yeah, when did that start becoming a thing? I think 2019, beginning of 2019, okay. 2018. And were you Air Dolphin then? Yeah. yeah. Has that always been your name? No, I, I made it up like around two, 2012 or 2013. I read it on a vlog. Mm. And I tried to find out whoever had that original name, but I just thought it was funny. Okay. And um, I tried to give all my other homies nicknames too, like Time Hawk. Mm. Take two little things and put them together. My, my other uh, roommates didn't take the nicknames that I tried to give them. <laughs> and it started off know. as a joke. Yeah. I mean, Air Dolphin, is it kind of like Air Jordan? Is that how you think of it? I guess, you know, I think that's how the whoever originally thought of it, I think that's what it, where it came from because allegedly it came from some, like, basketball team or something silly like that. Mm. But it, I didn't even really take it seriously until one of my buddies put it in a skate video, mm. my boy Drew. And... Uh, once I saw it like on screen with me, I was like, wait a minute. Oh, I do like that. That's me. That's me. Right. And I'm going to roll with it. And I've been rocking with it since 2014. Let me ask you this. Have you always been someone who is focused on drip, on fashion? Let's see. Uh, I feel like that's much of what you're known for these days. I think I always just was a little bit different than everybody else. Mm. I always just, just kind of did my own thing. And lately, with the last couple of years, I've been really just like, what can I find that's really funny that just like feels cool to wear? Like some 3D glasses. I think these are cool, you know? Those hurt my eyes. I put them on for a few seconds. Oh, you what, did? Yeah. I drove for you wearing them. They didn't even bother me. Really? Yeah, dude. I was like, these aren't even bothering me, man. Bro, you're on drugs. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm sober right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll, I guess now it's my main focus. I, I really. I'm really concerned if like the video is looking weird, if the shirt's all mm. messed up or something, I'm going to reshoot the video. So now it's a big part, but maybe like in 2014, 15, it was just more like not so important to me, but I was just still being a little bit different than the other guys. Right. Were you rocking Jinkos in the early nineties or late nineties? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Heck yeah, bro. Do I, you remember which ones you had? Skunks. Okay. Are you like a historian? Do you know about all the different kinds? Dude, they had so many pairs. I, I know. I, I, I was actually so young. I, I wasn't like studying it. It would just go to the store. Oh, wow. Those look amazing. I need to have the biggest pants. I remember having some pretty fly ones with a big old elephant head on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All kinds of different J's, different shapes, you know? Yeah. like Because it was like you could get them at, you know, fucking Macy's or something at the mm. mall where I was growing up. And this was, you know, I'm 13 getting into Jinkos. Yeah. And they're like. 50 bucks 60 bucks which at the time felt like so much money because <laughs> i mean was, if, if i were to go to the store and buy a pair of levi's that would have been maybe 15 or 20 bucks right yeah so 60 bucks just i thought it was great I, I was totally this there was no i had no clue that clothing this expensive or high-end existed yeah which seems funny now because i know about a lot more expensive but uh yeah so i mean that that's dope though that you were rocking them back in the day Yes, yeah, that's dope that you were rocking them too. I mean, as far as the price goes, double the denim, you know. It's double the more, denim is a good point. You know, so it's gonna be a little bit more expensive. Yeah, and I just it's have good quality. I have crazy memories of of dudes just walking around in the hallways at school just with the biggest fucking jeans ever. Yeah. And th there's that tough choice of like, do you let them drag on the ground and get torn up, mm -hmm. or do you fold them up once or twice so that they're you know kind of high off the ground perhaps, but they're not getting torn up. 
right what, yeah. what's your prefer preferred style i don't like them getting all messed up mm. i like to kind of keep them clean as i can so I, I use lots of safety pins and i even had a pair hemmed oh the, the ones you were talking about the elephant those are the mammoths yes the and, mammoths yeah 40 inches yeah big pants man i mean you do seem very well manicured like there's no <laughs> yeah. there, there's no hair on your head or can we, can we talk about that for a second yeah yeah uh, did, did you think i had my eyebrows done no because i don't i thought you said that did i say I, that i think you said maybe you're just freestyling off oh the... no yeah, i was probably just making shit up but i just, yeah, yeah, just I, I noticed that for you, the record i don't do anything to my eyebrows. but your face is like perfectly shaved the head is perfectly shaved yep. where, where does that yep. come from I don't want to look old. Oh, really? <laughs> Facial hair makes you look old. Interesting. Yes. If you want to look young, shave everything. Right. How old are you? 37. 37 or 38. But uh, yeah, close. with me and the beard and the facial hair, when I shave my face, I feel like it exposes mm. the fact that I'm old. Now, you are in very good shape. Thank so you, it's bud. a little different for you. Pause. Thank but you. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like with me, it's like I'm a, I'm a little chubby. I can stand to lose a little bit of weight. So it's like I'm kind of like chubby, covering dude? up the jawline. Okay, I but see, I don't okay. have a fucking six pack like you, brother. I have like a four pack, but I appreciate that. Okay, yeah. You're the man. Thanks. I, I think, uh, you know, you're not trying to look young. Yeah. My videos are trying to cater to mm. the 1990s. So if I'm looking all like this old guy. You're right. You know, so. You stay in the gym? My house is my gym. What do you do to stay in shape? I start, should we go through a little routine? I start the morning with like minimum of 120 push-ups. Okay. Break them up into four sets of 30. Mm. And I do some ab workouts. I follow this guy on YouTube, Igor Adventor. I might be saying his name wrong. It's next workout. Okay. It's this Russian guy. He's jacked. So it motivates me. I see him doing ab workouts, and then I'll do the ab workouts. Like, you know, like, oh, he's doing it. I can do it. So I have a couple dumbbells as well, and a lot, all the skating. And then throughout the day, if I'm just bored kicking it at my house, I'll just pick up the weights or just bust out. Ooh. Push-ups. Like, I don't even know how many push-ups I did before this podcast. Like, I'm just, like, bored at home. Like, it's raining out. So I'm just, like... You just bang out push-ups. Lots of push-ups. Diamond style and... I work out with... Shit. A, what do you do? I work out with a trainer every morning at, like, 8 a.m. Oh, wow. And I could never imagine touching a weight for the rest of the day. Which mm -hmm. is funny because they're right there in the garage. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, yeah, it never even crosses my mind that I should then lift more weights. Yeah, you keep that pump going. Yeah, the well, pump is good. Yeah. For the videos, at least, you know, I'm trying to look mm. semi-ripped. So people don't know that I'm actually bringing weights to the the shoots, and I'm lifting weights. It's like, okay, we're about to do this thing. I'm lifting weights, and then we're, they're like, action. And I, like, throw the weights down, and then I go do the thing. So I look, like, bigger than I actually Wow. Yeah, it's like. Cause do I'm you not, think that's a big part of why people like your stuff, though? Maybe I, the girls. I feel like the being buff part is is maybe, like, a minor part it's, of it. It's minor, yeah, but like the but, jeans but now, are the important part. The yeah. rollerblades and the soap shoes are important, even the heelys. But the the being heelys. buff thing, I didn't know that that was as big a part of it. For me, it is. I mean, if you're gonna have your shirt off, I'm always sweaty. I'm mm. sweaty, dude. So if I have my, sh if I'm wearing shirts and skating, they're gonna get soaked, and I don't want to be sweaty and skating. So I take off my shirt and I look all not tanned and kind of gross might not work so well so it's kind of just been like damn it, i gotta keep up with this now you know it's like the the image or the look but it's not that important you got I a mean, strict diet very strict what kind of stuff you eat protein all day all day that's the same thing that the girl who farts in the jars said yeah hey i'm not farting in jars though <laughs> you farting a lot no oh, okay. i don't I, that's why i switched to this diet i feel 
fresh and clean, my guy. Really? Yeah. Just tons of protein, though. So much. Like Unbelievable. What? Steak. Steak. Chicken. Mm. Peanut butter. No carbs. Minimal. I will get minimal. Are you rocking carbs? I saw you had pizza at the jam. Ugh. I was dying of hunger at that moment. I had to have that. I wanted to have some with you. It looked good. You didn't do it, though? No, nah, I couldn't. I don't eat cheese, Gee. dude. Oh, at I'm, all. Never. Oh, wow. Cheese is no, I'm just not. I'm cheese not a, is whack. Yeah, cheese Down is whack. with cheese. Yeah, some people love it. My 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 uh, relationship with cheese is something different. But yeah, it's mostly protein, very low carb, lots of dried mango at night. Mm. Just like sweet potato. Love dried mango. That is. I'm like a crackhead for dried mango. Dude, if I knew that, I would have brought you some. Oh, where do you get it? Trader Joe's. Yeah, Trader Joe's. They got the gas packs. They got the gas packs for sure, and. uh even my local pavilions and Whole Foods, mm. and uh, yeah, you can get them either there, either places. So so many different types of dried mangoes. Mangoes themselves are amazing as well. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of types of mangoes, right? The yellow ones, the mm -hmm. it's red the best. Ones. I think it's probably maybe like the best flavor on earth. I absolutely agree with you. I think mango yeah. mango is one of the best fruits or flavors or snacks. It's like the top. I love it's up there. A lot of different fruits. Me too. But I mean. Mango, I feel like, has got to maybe be the goat fruit. I think it is. And then they say it makes you a little bit more stoned. Really? If you eat mango and you smoke weed, right? You smoke a lot of weed? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You, <laughs> you smoking weed? Yeah, man. Do you have a cannabis company? No, but we have various sponsors. Shout out to our sponsor, Big Chief, keeping us equipped out here. We got all big kinds Chief. of kush, man. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm a big kush guy. Nice. What do you like to smoke? Blunts, backwards. Black, backwards? Oh, yeah. yeah, I saw you smoke one earlier. So, yeah. yeah. We should get high after. Yeah, I'm down, man. Fuck yeah. I didn't smoke before, so I would be more. What kind of car do you drive? Toyota Corolla. What year? 2017. Okay. What do you have? Some BMW. But I was thinking, I was thinking that it would be pretty funny if you drove a car from the 90s as well. Dude, I was thinking about that. Ass. It would be a pain in the ass, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to get one, honestly. It because I'm trying to do some 1990s videos. Mm. I need the damn car in it. And I'm always trying to ask people to be in my videos and they're busy and shit they, right. the people who have the 1990s car they're busy i'm like i just gotta get my own <sighs> see like, let's come anybody has a 1990s car they want to give us right even if it's a pos that's a good point you can have two whips one for when you're trying to stunt and one yeah. that's a little bit more practical exactly see i have a friend he's a bmx uh rider and photographer and stuff and he for a long time would be driving this old ass volvo but it was very like on brand with him because he's kind of like an indie dude yeah. like he was yeah. you know he's like an old school kind of guy where it very much made sense for him but then at a certain point it ends up fucking up because it's old as fuck and i think he got a a, a scion or some fucking i don't know what the hell he i don't even think they were in business anymore no i'm probably making that, that up he got he got a prius i think oh okay yeah fuck with prius. and that was kind of sad for me almost to be like damn like he's not his car isn't part of his aesthetic as much anymore you know yeah it does become a pain when you have those old cars you know mm. you're not gonna have bluetooth it's gonna be mm. hard to charge your phone you might not have yeah. power windows oh, yeah, but there's, it's, there's so many reasons to not have it that's just bad for the environment probably that's true probably yeah i want an electric car do you have any electric cars no you, what about i thought Tesla's? about getting a gonna, tesla yeah not gonna get it mm, my current driveway doesn't afford me more than one car so uh, i'm gonna have to get a bigger house before i can have more than one car and i really don't give a shit about having more than one car so yeah, it's not necessary. Yeah. I'm not a huge... I'm a skater, so cars are a joke. That's why I have a Corolla. It was just for deliveries, and now I got some big plans with it, though, coming right. soon. Got some funny ideas with Where it. Where do you live? Glendale, right down the street. Oh, Glendale. Okay, nice. Yeah, not too far. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's local. Is that nice good from a skating perspective? Perfect. Really? Yeah, I got Chevy Chase Skate Park five mm, minutes away. That is a good one. 
So that was major on helping me like hone some skills because there wasn't a good skate park really by me right. in uh, 2018 or whatever. And then as soon as they built Chevy Chase, I was there every morning mm. practicing, practicing, practicing. I, I really think because of Chevy Chase led me to, to being on here and stuff because I was, I was skating a little bit more because I had that mm. new local skate park. And we started, that place is good. Dude, it's good. Do you ever feel like you catch uh, throughout your life as a, as a rollerblade guy? Have you ever caught like negative vibes from skaters or BMX riders? Like, mm -hmm. and, and what's the worst situations you had to deal with? Yeah, unfortunately, you, we did get into some fights at skate parks. Usually, it's over waxing, okay. something stupid like that. Over waxing. <laughs> yeah, it's like if we bring wax to the skate park and the skateboarders even see us about to wax it sometimes they would freak out usually that's where all the fights stem from it's such a strange concept to me because i feel like you know pretty much everything needs to be waxed it's they're just being angry for no reason <laughs> yeah they're just trying to be a punk or trying to start a fight even right. though the best skateboarders need wax oh yeah if, like i have some really good I have some friends who are really good at skateboarding and they need yeah. wax. So. I mean, a ledge is not really a spot until you wax it. But <laughs> exactly, once you, if you, if you, if you yeah, brick rub it. or just wax a ledge, boom, it's a spot that like yep. everybody will come from all around to ride. Right. You know, it, it's not so much at the, on the street spots that there'll be issues. It's more just like, like a skate park. Mm -hmm. And there's a group of dudes who think that they run the place or own the place. Cause they're the locals. And that's been major. That's been the biggest problems with skateboarders. Never really a beef with BMXers. Word. We're used to being ostracized as well, so we can kind of relate. Same, yeah. And uh, scooters are always cool. BMXers. It's just skateboarding needs to kind of loosen up a little bit. But in the last couple of years, I met a ton of skateboarders at Chevy Chase, mm. and they were all fucking with me. They were all super cool. Made a ton of skateboard friends. So I feel like something happened where there is this shift happening where skateboarders are now like. It is lame to just make fun of someone because they rollerblade. It doesn't yeah. like that's just lame to hate on someone for whatever they want to do. And it doesn't matter if you skateboard, scooter, BMX, kendama, mm -hmm. poker, whatever you're into. If you're gonna make fun of someone for that, that's lame. In the late '90s, or early 2000s, whatever, it was very much like, oh, you only get to do one thing. And now I know tons yeah, of yeah, BMX yeah. riders who. I don't know. They have tons of hobbies. They play kendama. They're yeah. a fucking Twitch streamer. They, you mm -hmm. know, all kinds of shit. They rap. Mm -hmm. Who knows? But I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's good. Yeah, I think it's good for even kids to to do all the sports, do mm -hmm. them all, be good at all of them. Right. Scooter, BMX, skateboard, biking, rollerblade, all the action sports. Snow, try them all. Those pants are not very convenient for BMX. Yeah, it's gonna get caught in the chain. Yeah, it's, it's not. They're not for BMX, but they. You know, you can get. They have smaller. Yeah. Like, I think you could, those ones might these be are able reasonable. To, you could probably not die with these in the... Can't you wrap, can't you, you just, might wanna, yeah, 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 just do that. Take Boom. a bandana, maybe not in a gang area, but you might want to wrap a rag around there or something. Mm -hmm. That's what you got to do. Yeah, because I, I think they make little Velcro straps on Amazon, too, that you can, they're like called boot something, mm. boot. But, but at that point, once you're buying a strap off of Amazon to make it so your giant pants don't get cut in your <laughs> chain, it's kind of like, well, maybe I should just buy smaller pants. You're right, you're right. I agree. <laughs> Has, does any BMX has any BMXer ever tried rocking huge pants yet? Well, Jingo had a BMX team in the uh, in the nineties, and I actually they know did. some of those dudes. Oh and, shit! Oh yeah, because uh, Lee Ramsdale and Todd Lyons and all oh, these guys—they were all on the team. That's so that's but, so cool. But I'm pretty sure that like they also had you know like you said they had smaller jeans as well, which I think maybe were more convenient for them. Yeah, I think I was looking at some of the old pictures of the the skate teams, and I think that. 
they would just let they would sponsor them, but they let them maybe wear whatever pants they wanted sometimes. Because I was looking at some of the old photos, it didn't even look like they were wearing Jenkos, but they definitely had they had all teams. Right. So I'm trying to get them back to get like a Jenko team, maybe like a guy from each a guy or girl right. from each sport. So okay, this is the important question that I've been forgetting to ask this whole time. When did you actually really start to blow up on TikTok and figure out mm-hmm. that you wanted to sort of put forth this whole nineties aesthetic that people were gonna love? It started back in July of twenty nineteen. I got this idea from have you seen the Hood Alt guys? Oh. Grizz Grizz C L on TikTok? No. They were doing some really funny videos where they would kind of change the look of the video to make it look older. They would okay. really just turn the sharpness up crazy and it kind of looks like a static look on your screen. Okay. So I saw them doing that. And then this was in 2019, July. And, the, and so I took that same kind of look and put it on one of my videos and put like, welcome to 1990s. And that re- did really well. So that was in July of 2019. Right. And maybe before that, a couple of videos got like a million views of just like rollerblading around doing s- silly stuff. But the first one that did some real numbers was a, a welcome to 1990s video with like me changing the, the look of the video. It was filmed with the cell phone, but right. I made it look very old. Nice. And that was the start of it. And that was a major realization point to, to continue doing it to just right. how many more <laughs> videos can I do? I have so many more ideas to do with them. I really? just need to get out there and do them. Well, it feels like over the past couple months, even it's just kind of gotten a lot bigger. Is that accurate? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's been blowing up. I'm so thankful for TikTok and Instagram. Now that Instagram has reels, yeah. it's an opportunity for people to blow up on Instagram now. Yeah. Before rollerblading was in the dark, we would just make our posts yeah. and they would just stay that little thumb size. No yeah. one would see them. Now with Instagram reels, boom. Finally, rollerblading can be seen to any random person that opens up Instagram. Right. You might see rollerblading on the reels. And uh, yeah, thanks to TikTok in the last few, it was the last few months. I think what happened was just slowly making the pants bigger and bigger. Mm. I started off with those. Right. I ordered those from eBay and I started doing videos in those mm-hmm. because people were commenting, hey man, get the Jenkos. And I was like, that's a brilliant idea. And you I, realize the bigger the pants, the, the bigger the view count. It, Sometimes, yeah, it does. It it can work. It it definitely definitely seems that way. Yeah. But sometimes I like to wear the smaller pants too. I like I still wear those. I wore those the other day. Right. Certain certain videos require different sizes of pants. Mm. If I'm gonna go down a, a hill with rollerblades in my back pockets, I'm gonna need the biggest ones. Right. If I'm doing like a, a down rail in the streets. I might not need the biggest ones. Hmm. I might need something that's a little bit more. But giant pants, like, take away from any rollerblade tricks? Do they ever mm-hmm. get caught, like, under yeah. the wheels of the other skate and shit? Abs- oh. Yeah, man. Mm. Absolutely. So it can be perilous. Yeah, you got to be careful, and you got to use the safety pins, and you got to pin them up. Mm. And I do little things where I'll kind of, like, pull them up as I'm skating to the, the obstacle to, okay. to kind of, like, that's keep smart. them from going into the wheels. Wow. But it's definitely something you got to look out for. But the smaller ones like those, one little cuff on the bottom, it'll be pretty much okay. Right. But the big ones, you got to be... I order the big ones a size... Sh- the length... Uh, I get them shorter. Okay. So, like, I get those in 32 length, but all my big, big ones are in 30 length. 30 length, so they're not uh, are you as kinda, long, are but you the other like, ones are 32. Are you kind of, like, insecure at this point where you feel like, you know, if you make a video and you don't have the big pants that people are mm-hmm. not going to give a shit? No, actually, I like to keep switching it up. 
Even today, I posted uh, some random. I was wearing some nylon. Okay. Jenko pants from the 90s. They made like wind swishy pants. Mm. I'm trying to get them to bring them back. Wow. Just to give them some diversity. So I, I like mixing it up. I don't want you to think that, oh, I'm always have to wear 50 inch pants. Mm. No, I might wear 30 inch or Jenkos for the next six months and maybe I'll go, I just want to keep it mixing. I don't want to be held down to one look, one style. You know what I mean? If yeah. I want to wear, I'm not going to go to skinnies probably mm. and then anytime soon. But I will wear the smaller Jenkos. I have a bunch of. I was wearing them earlier. Sometimes when I'm just doing my regular grocery shopping, I have tons of Jenkos. I might just wear the smaller ones. Just and for like big video projects, I wear the big ones and stuff like that. Yeah, because yeah. as soon as I put these on and came out of the bathroom and I was standing next to you and yours were way bigger than mine, I felt kind of inferior. Dude, I'm sorry you felt like that, bro. I didn't mean it for that. I no, I cool. specifically asked for those for you because I didn't want to get you the crazy ones because I was like, dude, you're just gonna think you're having, you're just gonna have like these gigantic pants. When will you actually wear them? I figured right. this way you might actually like yeah. them. But I, they said that I can definitely get you if you want the huge ones. I got you, man. I'll get them at Jinko headquarters. Next time, I want the crazy ones. My bad. How do you? No, my it's all bad. I appreciate it's my these fault. very much. I can't wait to show my girl these. Um, Dude, I will get you. I will have them get you. Like within like two or three days, I'll get you any. How did you actually connect with I hit you up and asked you Jinko. which ones you wanted, but I didn't right, get a yeah, response sorry. back. Well, I know you guys yeah. are busy. How, but how, how, when you actually connected <laughs> with Jinko, how did you connect with Jinko? And, and what's the company like these days? The company is great. It's owned by, it's like a family-owned business. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really dope. A whole family of people wearing giant pants? <laughs> you, now, they're, they're, it's like a business office. Okay. They're older. They're wearing right. their regular clothes and stuff. And it's, a, it's, a, it's just like a family-oriented scene when you go in there. And um, I started getting viral videos, mm. like millions of views which I'm very thankful for. And I emailed Jenko mm. like, Hey, Hey, um, you know, you might want to see this video. A lot of people want to buy your pants and I didn't hear back from them. Mm. And it turns out that they actually did email me, but it got lost in my, Oh dear God. Weird. Right. So I'm in the mindset, like I've emailed them. They're not responding. They don't care about me, but I it didn't, I swear it didn't deter me. I was like, I don't care. I just love Jenko's with all my heart. I'm going to keep doing the Jenko videos. It doesn't matter if they don't see me. And it paid off because I just kept going harder for Jenko, even though they weren't mm. like, I didn't know that they were seeing me. So I was like, oh, I got to do better and better. So they do see me. I got to go crazier, you know, right. and they were seeing it. And so I was under the impression that they weren't seeing it. And it just kind of worked out for my favor, just yeah. like trying to keep pushing. And eventually I was just going through my emails and I saw that they actually did respond. And it was like that moment I was like, oh, yes, dude, my favorite jean company in the world actually responded. And I didn't even see it. So I emailed them back like three times in a row. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It was a month ago. I didn't see your email. My bad, my bad, my bad. Mm. And uh, she emailed back like, oh, it's no big deal. We were right. waiting for you. We've been waiting for you to respond to us. Right. They like, called me on the phone immediately. Sounds like a match made in heaven. Oh, dude, Camilla, the, the girl who runs it, the daughter, she's awesome. She's wow. the one that I, I, I'm in talks with. And she's the one who put me on and everything. Do you consider yourself actually pro for Jinko? Sure. I mean, I'm definitely sponsored by them. I kind of work for them. Oh. And what kind of work? I might just do like small things for them. They want me to go do some like they want me to take a 1990s VHS video and mm. go like duplicate it. So I'm just starting to like work with them and be like their 
their guy that will do stuff for them because I will do pretty much anything they want. I love Jenko, so mm. yeah, it's a great company. That's dope. It's yeah, they're super dope. Yeah. Um, so how are you monetizing this newfound mm. fame? I'm trying to do the best I can. Right now, we get paid on TikTok through creator the creator fund creator fund yes i couldn't think of it and that's not that much you i heard it's it, terrible it's low man <laughs> you're not i can pay a like a bill i can get a couple bills paid with it but uh, and that's you getting millions and millions and millions of views yeah yeah but you, you you get money more from like brand deals right and right now it's just beginning for me Really? So there's yeah there's I'm working with a few different companies and a lot of things are coming soon. Oh. So this is really just like the beginning of me even starting to get money. I recently just started getting checks that I can pay my rent from rollerblading. So it's pretty amazing. That's sick. So so lucky. Do you feel like you're largely well received by the rollerblading community when they see this, or do you, <laughs> just some of them look up at it and they're like, oh, he's kind of making a joke out of it? Uh, unfortunately, I think maybe some of them think. That it might not be the best look for rollerblading. Well, the bad news for you rollerbladers is that any look is probably better than what's been going on for the past however many years because yeah. rollerblading really has not been getting any fucking attention. Mm -hmm. Even if they absolutely hate mm -hmm. your style, fuck off. It's it's the, the, dude, they, my they, guy, they, dude. Rollerblading needs something, and you're clearly like I see people left and right, people in the BMX world, skateboarding world, etc., posting just photos of you. They don't even know who you are, but they're just hyped. That there's a dude rocking Jinkos doing rollerblade tricks. It's pretty crazy. Why not me? Yeah. Let it be me then. If I have to help bring rollerblading to the forefront, I am down. That's. I feel like it's literally my purpose or my mission. You're like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I really feel like it is. It's so weird because when I was a little kid, I remember just having this moment by myself skating. Like, I know I'm gonna rollerblade forever. Mm. It was at like six in the morning, skating by myself, and like this little message came in my head, like, you're gonna do this forever. Wow. And that's why no matter what happens with rollerblading or inline skating, whatever you want to call it, whether it's popular or not popular, I'm still going to do it. Mm. Respect. Mm -hmm. I like that. Down with it. Yeah. I mean, BMX, never been as big as skateboarding, but I fucking love it. I love the culture of it. I know it's not nearly as big or whatever, but it's, I mean, hey, I fucking love it. So. Yeah. In a way, that kind of makes it more fun when you're kind of just doing it for the love. Yeah. I mean, I could never imagine wanting to switch sides just for and also being 38 probably if i wasn't going to switch probably should have done it a while ago yeah, yeah, <laughs> but uh yeah i mean hey you, you love what you, what you like. love dude and kendama is even crazier it's so small is anybody making money on kendama um besides selling it is there like a pro kendama player that will like get paid for there's a, a handful of pro kendama players we sponsored one guy oh, nice. well we have a team we have one guy who's pro for us um so that's cool but uh yeah it's definitely not you know the top Riff. the top guys might have like 20,000, 30,000 followers type shit. So it's mm, still pretty small. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of people who fucking love it. Yeah, dude, I, 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 I think it's really sick that you're into Kendama because I was yeah. into it way before that. Really? Like, yeah, babe, back in 2009, it got introduced to the rollerblade world. Follow No Jumper Kendama on Instagram, please, people out there. And also, Get a Kendama. cop one from our website. Damn, we don't have any up right now. We're fucking up. I see, I see. There's some up here. Oh, they're hidden. No, it's hidden they're, behind. The, oh, yeah, right there. There's some up there, my guy. Right here, too. Oh, there's even one. Oh, I couldn't even see that. There's one behind that money thing, too. Yeah, we got, Dude, you got a bunch. We also What's have, this? This is a blunt baby. Oh, <laughs> what? 
Somebody sent this in in the mail. It's like a, a baby smoking a blunt, I guess. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to actually put it down here now so that it doesn't block out the, the kendama. So is this like a, this is a no jumper kendama? Yes, it is. Oh, shit, man. Rest in peace, Virgil. But, uh, yeah, oh, we got all kinds sick. of stuff going on. NoJumper.com if you want one. You can have that one. Thanks, buddy. No doubt. My guy. Although I don't, put I don't it right know. in my pocket. It's like an off-white style design. It kind of matches me, dude. It does in a weird way. In even a weird though, like, way, like the colors on. I would match. never want to see you wearing off-white. It's like way too modern. Yeah, I'm not gonna rock that company. <laughs> I'm only. I'm sticking with Jenko and nice. 1990s shit. Yeah. I'm going. I'm, I'm keeping it retro from now on out. What are uh, so? What's the response like from girls? You mentioned it briefly, but they love you. It's been great. <laughs> it's been great. Get right it's, in the mic. Sorry, it's been great. Shout out to all the girls who've been DMing me, right. sending me pics and stuff. And do they, they want to date you or they want to have casual sexual encounters? I think both. Really? Yeah, I think once you start getting videos that are popping off, mm. girls like that. They see you, they're going to so, say hi. So, yeah. High quality women? Some. <laughs> I've seen some not so high quality, maybe? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, I saw one girl following me. Was like, I don't know. She was verified 500K or maybe a million followers. I wasn't pay attention that closely but i'm like okay this is a start yeah you know move up in the world yeah so that's what motivates me to work out a lot is so if i and i'm single so you can't let you you can't you can't fall off you know you can't let your body just go to shit you've been single for a while or for six months okay do you think that becoming single might have helped propel you into wanting to work harder grind harder dude i don't know if it wanted i always wanted to work hard but having at least that being in that last relationship was really slowing me down. Mm. She, it just, for me, I need a girl who's going to be like, I want to go out and skate with you all day and mm. film and be a part of your videos and, or any of that stuff. You know what I mean? Definitely. And if you don't get that kind of support, it's not going to work out. So a lot of these girls I meet on Tinder and stuff, they're like anti-social media, anti, they're like, if you're into social media, just swipe left. I'm like, well, it's definitely not going to work. It's unbelievable, right? I can't if even. You, I mean, Tinder in in many ways is so wack. social media. That's what I'm saying. So it's like <laughs> you know, it's like what? How is Tinder really that different than Instagram? Except that it's like for the purpose of dating. Exactly. That's so it's like bizarre. they're just being hypocrites, saying they don't like social media, being on Tinder. But yeah. it's been great. A lot of girls DMing me, and I'm just I'm single, so I'm I'm putting myself out there, and I'm just trying to stay in shape. Hopefully, I find the right one soon. Nice. I'm ready to. I'm, I like having a girlfriend, you know, I'm a, I would get married, you know, I don't want to be dating. I'm too old. Right. 37. And, you know, the high quality girls are high valuable women. Is that how you say it? What do you say? I'm going to let you in on a secret. As a guy, you can be old as fuck. If you got money and or fame, it yeah. does not matter, my friend. You might be 37, yeah, yeah. but you could have your your pick of the litter as long as you got those two things on your side. I see. It, you'll, you'll never get a day older because they're way more concerned with that than like you looking young or whatever. Yeah. Something I've noticed. So I don't want. Yeah, I don't want a super young girlfriend. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you the, can't. The, you the, can't be dating a girl who hasn't seen The Simpsons. Exactly. They got to know. They got to be at least like 25, 26, 27. And um, that's why I knew I wanted to settle down when I would like go on a first date with a girl. And she I, I like mentioned something from Seinfeld and she'd have no idea what I was talking about. But yeah, not even like, oh, she hasn't seen that episode of Seinfeld, but she doesn't even really know what Seinfeld is. I'm like, oh, yeah, this this is I can't date fucking <laughs> 20 year olds anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's too weird. You you do you get to date a lot of girls? Are you married or is, is... I have a fiance? Oh, OK, we're engaged. OK, so congratulations. 
Yeah. Yeah, I know. I follow her. How do I pronounce her name so I don't? Lena. Lena. Okay. She's very cool. But I mean, we uh, we have a child also. But then we also do porn, so it's a whole thing. Yeah, that's that's amazing, dude. That's, that's... onlyplugtalk.com, people. He's plugging away. I'm plugging. He's got to do it, you know. Get that plug life. He's got to do it. That's wild, man. I, I don't know how you do it. The porn life, man. That's a whole thing. Considering it, but oh, you're gonna love it. Yeah. Some OnlyFans. You, you know? find yourself an OnlyFans girl, and then you fucking really are gonna take rollerblades to the next level. Yeah, that's what I gotta do. I could, I could see the gears <laughs> turning in your brain over there. I'm like thinking of like, oh, I'm like literally thinking of shoots with rollerblades on yeah. in the OnlyFans. So I'm wondering how these would run on this. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you, they, you just lock right in the side. Have you ever tried rollerblading? Rolling around, yes. When I was like 13, but not. I, n- I never tried to grind anything bigger than a curb. Yeah. Yeah. There's no point to. What? To try. Shut up. She said, pause. Yeah, I'll grind man. a curb without being. I didn't even. Paused. I don't even take it like that way because I just. I'm so used to hearing those terms. I don't even take she, it that way. She's homophobic. Um. I, yeah, man. You should try sometime. <laughs> He's into it. He's like, okay. you should let me. Get, you should. You should come out skating sometime, bro. Oh, that was a great idea. Yeah, my boy Jimmy the Giant. He's a YouTuber. That's my guy. You know him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you show. did the video with him, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah. my guy. Uh, yeah. We're working on some projects. He's uh, had me a little bit more interested in the rollerblading world these days. Yeah. Maybe this will open doors. Maybe I have an Arlo Eisenberg interview in my future or something. Dude, you got to get Arlo on here for sure. The fuck is he doing? He's doing NFTs. Really? Yeah, he's so good at art. Wow. I, I hit him up to be like, hey, buddy, can you help me make a dolphin? Yeah. He's just too busy, though. Really? I need a cartoon dolphin. Anybody out there for Jenko pants? They might put a dolphin on some Jenko. So if there's any cartoonist out there that wants to hook oh. it up with a dolphin, I'll pay you. He's an in-demand artist. That's very interesting. I gotta. Yeah, he's the man. Gotta do some lurking when I get home. Yeah, you, yeah. Arlo Eisenberg, Billy O'Neill is mm. another big rollerblader that uh, has a, his own podcast. He, he might be a good guy to get on here if you ever want to get more rollerbladers. Do you ever uh, see like young people getting into it, or does that feel like that's kind of few and far between at this point? It's few and far between, but that's the main goal is to get kids into the sport somehow. So oh. that's why I got to look young. If it, Little <laughs> kids don't want to see this old, bald, gray guy or whatever, right. you know, but they might. They might. They, uh, well, they, they Hopefully they'll... They'll take to the the Jenkos more. Mm. I think that'll help for sure. Yeah, and I, I give lessons. I provide oh, really? lessons for people who want them. So that's dope. But we do need to get kids on here. So how many? What's what, what's like the demographic? How, what's the, what's the average age of this the, the viewer of No Jumper? It's pretty young on average. Yeah, like, I think like eighteen to twenty five or something like that. So okay. prime rollerblading audience. You think that's prime? You think that's prime? Well, I, no. I, I don't think it tracks below eighteen. Oh, 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 I see, I see. Because you're, like, not even supposed to, like, have YouTube, YouTube if you're not 18 or something like that. So yeah. <coughs> when I say 18 to 25, it might really be, like, 15 or something. 16 to 24. I don't, I don't fucking know. But, yeah. yeah. Ideally, we need to get, like, we need to get 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds into the sport some way. It's going to happen soon. We're going to get more people. But it's hard for adults to get into. That's mm. why I wouldn't, I would let... I would like to see you just try to rollerblade around for just like a joke one day, yeah. but to like see an adult who's never rollerbladed. What if we get a, I have actually a big white van. We'll get the van yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we'll roll around. And if we see any 12 year olds, we'll be like, get in the van. <laughs> Dude, 
We're going to scar them for life, dude. They're going to think they're getting kidnapped. Okay, I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> um, no, but I would like to do it. And my girl likes rollerblading as well. So if I, if I spring it on her, she'll be overjoyed, overwhelmed yeah, with joy. We can get her some fitness blades or something. Mm, yeah, I don't know the, if she has any right now. That's, that's what we need. Maybe I should buy her some rollerblades first. Yeah. Help her stay in shape. Yeah. After the baby, you know. Get some rollerblade miles in. I like it. What uh, you got? Anything planned coming up in the future? Anything you're working on? I'm working on a lot of things. I have lots of ideas for videos. Mm. Lots of great videos coming soon. Big things with Jenko, working with them on a regular basis to help design new pants and give them ideas. We're trying to get Jenko more into girl styles, mm. so we're trying to get a lot more girl pants out there. There's going to be some girl Jenkos, more girl Jenko jeans coming out soon. And yeah, just taking it day by day, my man. Just, just trying to figure out the social media world, you know. I had a uh, girlfriend when I was in high school, and I'm like 16. Yeah. And I remember one day she just showed up wearing some Jinkos. Yeah. <sighs> I was over overwhelmed. I couldn't You're believe how hot I thought it was. I would love to actually take a look at some girls' Jinkos right now, just to bring me back, give me memories. Maybe I could find the exact pair. Yeah, we we can get your girl some. My girl definitely needs some Jenkos. Camila over at Jenko, she has designed the whole Camila line. So there's there are some girl styles available currently. Maybe we could actually merge No Jumper with Jenko so it could become the same business. Hey. Maybe you, I could just hand over my ownership of No Jumper and just let Jenko take over. Do you want him to do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I think uh, um I think you're killing it over here, man. I don't Appreciate it. I, I really appreciate you even just rocking the Jenkos and oh yeah, just fucking me, with me because of the Jenkos. Is that how you saw the videos? Like, how did you first? I honestly see have the... no idea. But as soon as I saw some Jenkos making a comeback, I was hyped. I do remember. I remember I had a time in maybe two thousand seven, two thousand eight, where. Mm -hmm. I got really high. This is like back in the day when I didn't really like smoke that much weed. Yeah. And I remember it just burst into my head. I'm going to Google Jinkos because I, yeah. I rocked them like 97, 98. Mm -hmm. And then it like 2008, it just occurs to me. I'm going to fucking Google Jinko and I'm high <laughs> as shit. And this is back when I didn't get high that much. So it really stood out to me. And all of a sudden, I'm just digging through the Wikipedia page. Yeah, I'm, dude. I'm just finding no forums. Shit. I'm finding random photos and shit. Mm -hmm. And I was just so hyped. And so I just have always kind of had like a weird soft spot for the brand just because I think it's tight. Dude, that's what's up. I, I That's amazing that you, you're into Jenkos. I would have never thought, honestly. Yeah. You're just like a cool dude. So At some point, I was brainwashed sense. by society into thinking that I needed to wear skinny jeans. Yeah, what's up with that? How can we get... I really want to talk about, are there any rappers that have taken the chance or risk to wear something not skinny yet? Can we get some... I'm calling out a rapper out there. Well, for forever, it was like all rappers were wearing baggy jeans. And then and Kanye. Then at some point, you know, yeah, tighter jeans are kind of more popular now. But I would say that in general, like when I look at the BMX kids and stuff, especially, or the skateboard kids and stuff, the, the skinny jeans are not anywhere near as popular. You see a lot of baggier They're jeans. Gone. Not Jinko level baggy, but you do see a lot bigger jeans. People even cuffing their jeans and all that kind of stuff. So I do feel like maybe Jinko is kind of prime for a comeback because big, big bigger jeans have mm -hmm. become a lot more common. Yeah, I think because of that skateboard movie, mid-1990s, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then that started a ripple effect. You go to the skate parks, 
after that and then all the kids are in loose pants and mm. it's 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 cool to see that it, it kind of is nostalgic for me I go to the skate park and see all the little kids in baggy pants i'm like this is sick dude this is way better than skinny pants i don't want to see guys in skinny jeans no i don't want to see your legs man and especially if you're like if you're a big guy mm. you have huge thunder thighs dude you got to get on some bigger pants so you can yeah. it'll just make your skating look better i'm deeply embarrassed by how much how many years of my life i spent wearing jeans that were a little too tight it's okay, bro. We all did it. We were all out there doing it, man. It's we're all just, just trying to fit in. Society. Just trying to fit in, exactly. It did feel cool for a little bit. Yeah. And then once you, it's just good to change and evolve and switch shit up. It's weird to wear yeah. the same clothes all the time. That's why I'll mix up. I'm not always going to wear the huge Jenkos. I'm going to sometimes wear the smaller ones and just to keep it. You fuck with the shorts? Yeah. Oh, dude, denim shorts, dude. Those are fire, dude. Denim shorts are fire. I agree. They are fire, bro. You're making me feel bad about every time I made fun of one of my friends for wearing denim shorts. Nah, I mean, because that was like 10 better. years ago. But now I had a friend no, who it's... used to be rocking denim shorts with the, the loop for the hammer and dude, shit. Dude, that's sick, dude. The and carpenter we would be style. roasting this motherfucker. Oh, I tell, yeah. When you I know, think about it just... now, I'm like, no, those were pretty cool. You were, you were a fucking <laughs> asshole. Like, those were cool, man. Yeah, you know, it's just like at the moment you think something might be whack. But in hindsight, it is kind of dope. You're right. In, in, the, in the long run, you know. I'm definitely, I like carpenter pants. I like that little hammer thing. Yeah. I mean, it's not really useful, but it's, it's a cool idea. It's a great little thing. I like pants that have stuff on them. Yeah, just stuff in general. Yeah, big. I'm trying to get Jenko to even make all their logos even bigger. Oh, yeah. Like even the, the J on those, on the twin cannons. I'm like, just have it say Jenko. Yeah. Or, you know, have it on some of their pants, it's a little small. I'm like, but just get that way bigger. You know, there's so many pants now, like the modern trend is that they put patches all over the jeans. Yeah, I've seen that. I would kind of like to like go a hybrid modern wave where I have the Jinkos and then also have patches all over. Dude, that's a good idea. Everybody Switch at Jenko, did you hear that? Adam wants patches on his Jenkos. Uh, dude, maybe we, if we, someone can design that. I think I, I kind of can see it right now in my head. I could I easily did. get a custom pair going, but imagine if we had all kinds of different just Jinko patches on here. Oh, a the, limited the no jumper say, release. Okay, okay. We do a collab. Okay, 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 yes, okay, collab. Maybe. I don't Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jenko, they'll probably be down with this. Especially since you're fucking with Jenko so heavy. Let's make My it guy, dude. Air Dolphin is gonna help me make this happen. No jumper Jenkos. It just sounds good. Because of the double J's that's got the alliteration. You're right. The no jumper Jenkos. The jumper Jenkos are jumping. They would be jumping. Jump off. Jump off. Jump um, off. Air Dolphin, I appreciate you coming on there. Dude, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you, bro. Can I mention a couple things really quick? Do it. Uh, shout out to Nickel and Dime Skate Shop. My boys over there hooked me up with skates, and they have foreground and pack leaders under one roof. Where's that located? They are in Alhambra, right near El Sereno Skate Park. And they're just skates, or they, they do skate. boards as well? Yep, they okay, have they boards. Okay. They have boards as well, and they also have clothing in there. It's an apparel shop, so I get some shirts over there. Nice. And uh, thank you to Jenko. Judge none, choose one. That's the, that's what it stands for. Why are it just stood for Gene Company? Nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope. That's, that's, no, 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 no. Judge none, choose one. Yeah, that's convenient. Yeah. Anybody who has a company name, you end up going back at some point and be like, ah, it's going to stand for this. Yep. I've never done that with No Jumper, but mm -hmm. I'm going to think of something. I, I want to see the No Jumper Jenko collab. Nutting on Jinkos under my penguin... Egg ravioli. <laughs> <laughs>
slowly started to make no sense there. Oh man, where did that come from? Just, just saying, saying words that just, would form no jumper. Oh, 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 that was a no jumper. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know what's that called, like an acronym or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I. <laughs> Air Dolphin. Slow, slow. It's all good. It's all good. Air Dolphin, no jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, Patreon, OnlyFans, TikTok. All that shit. Mm-hmm. Instagram, even follow Instagram at No Jumper. Like, comment, subscribe, nojumper.com if you want to support. Appreciate y'all. Coolest podcast in the world. <laughs>